Hey guys, happy Mother's Day. I am super, super excited to have y'all on um, and we're going to talk about some cool stuff today. Uh, just to introduce you really quickly, um, for those that don't know you yet, um, Allison Ramon is in the green, um, Fernanda is wearing the black and the very cool earrings, and then we have Ashley <laughs> over here. Beautiful, Ashley. Can you give us a wave? There you go. Awesome. Thank y'all so much for being here. Um, when we thought about how Mother's Day was going to look this year, we knew that it would probably look different. And while I think that there's a light at the end of the tunnel for um, online churches, we've come to know it. I love that while we're still here, we've got some really, really cool things happening. And we're always trying to innovate and, and be creative. And I think this is going to be a great day. So thank y'all so much um, for being a part of this. Uh, I selected you women when I started praying about who I was going to talk to through this. I, I had several ladies and um, believe me, City Hills, if I had a choice, I'd have all the moms on. Um, but you, you three came to mind pretty quickly. And I love that you all represent a different um, kind of a different stage of life. Um, you all have unique challenges um, working at home working out of the home full time, being in some ways a single mom right now. Um, I know you're all married, but uh, not with your spouse as much as normal. Um, having, uh, uh, Allison, I know, I'll let you start here in a second, um, have, living with somebody with a suppressed immune system and kind of what that means. And just the life that we're living right now is so different. It's so, so, so strange. So um, God willing, we'll get another Mother's Day next year with different perspectives for for life then, but I really think it's unique that we as women um, have, and fathers, for any dads watching today, we have an opportunity um, that if God tarries and he doesn't rapture us out when, you know, in the, in the very near future, um, we're going to get to tell our kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, we remember this time. And so I just started thinking about all the, the unique lessons that God's teaching us during this, because I really think that um, I, that he did not send this plague, <laughs> this, this thing. But while it's here, I really think he's looking at our hearts to see what we, what we can learn and, and you know, what he's allowing us to, to learn from this. So uh, just some quick questions we're going to go through today and, and just to get your perspective. Um, as a mom and a, um, a, a woman of God, what have you seen as your biggest challenge living in this season that we're in? Um, you know, there's always something to learn. Of course, we'll get to that in a minute. But what's been your biggest challenge? Go ahead and start with, it, with that, Allison. Um, we've had a couple of challenges. <laughs> um, I would say the biggest one for us. Um, so my husband had a kidney transplant in 2013. And he is on immunosuppressant medications. Um, so our situation has been a little bit more different. We've definitely had to be a little more careful than maybe others have had to be. And as a mom, it was difficult for me when all of this first started. Um, as a mom, you're supposed to be that comfort that your kids run to, you know, this, you know, this sense of security and everything's going to be okay. But there was definitely a large sense of fear when everything first came out and um, having to take a pause and just remind myself that God has got this and he's brought us through. Obviously, you know, we have, have had such a strong testimony. He's brought us through so much. 
you know, he wouldn't stop now. So right. I can still be that sense of security and comfort and reassurance for my kids, but also tell them, you know, yes, it might be a scary time. And yes, it, you know, there might be some unknown things, but what do we do next? We don't stay fearful. We choose joy. We choose to have confidence in who God is and yeah. not necessarily just in our faith, but who he is and what he's done. Right. So um, just reminding myself to have that um, for my kids has been big. Great. That's awesome. What about you, Fernanda? So for us, we basically and in our little family, what has been the hardest thing is I see around and I have to come to work every single day, which I'm super blessed to still have a job and still be able to provide. But it's very hard to see around and see how this time has uh, helped a lot of families to bond, spend more time together, to get to know each other at a different level, right? To get to know more the personalities of your kids and sure. even your, your husband. Yeah. And I'm missing out on that time. This time is not going to come around in my lifetime, in my kids' lifetime again. Yeah. And it has made me think about, am I doing the right thing at, you know, full-time work mama? Or, you know, it's, I'm battling a lot, of, a lot of feelings of, is this worth it? Am I yeah. doing the right thing? Sure. And so um, it has put me to think, like, what can I do to compensate? to make sure that the moments that I have are are memorable. Right. I'm not gonna slip through their heads. Am I being that that mom that God has called me to be in, in the small moments? So trying to remember that the it's not the quantity but it's the quality. Quality. Right. Yeah. See through the eyes of I am blessed to actually still have a job and to be able to provide and to make an impact in my family so those those moments that i have with them to be more intentional to 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 build the legacy with them right awesome what about you ashley your biggest um, challenge for me the biggest challenge is just having to do um a lot of things on my own um, you know, I'm not a single mom, but my husband is, is out working every day. You know, he's out there on the front lines working, yeah. sometimes gone, um, you know, weeks or days at a time. And that's just been the biggest challenge for me is trying to transition from starting out as a stay-at-home mom for like a year and a half with my youngest and then getting back into the working world. And then when something like this happens, I'm back as a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Yeah. So the challenge for me is yeah. there's so much sacrifice in me having to do that because, you know, you want to support and encourage your husband to yeah. do all you can for the family. Um, but then you have to be superwoman. You have to be mom, dad, everybody at home. It's true. And, you know, sometimes that's just difficult. And transitioning to moving to a new city, um, you know, we haven't lived here that long in San Antonio and maybe it's been about a year now. Yeah. But being away from family and friends that I'm close with, yeah. That's also been a challenge too because you really get to see like, oh okay. Yeah. I have to really do this, you know, yeah. and um I can't just call on, you know, help all the time. Sure. So um, you know, that's just been the biggest challenge for me. But yeah. it's made me stronger, I think, you know, and just Knowing that, hey, I can do this, 
Like, yeah. Pull up your bootstraps and do it, Ashley. You can do it. You are, and you're doing a great job. And yeah. I, I think I've told you all three this um, before. We give men a hard time about that we are super women. Um, we've got this. We don't need you. I think that's kind of the culture they're trying to push that. But I will say, even on Mother's Day, um, the good men in our lives mean so much <laughs> because you, yeah. when you don't have them, you know, when your husband is gone um, on that type of job or, or for whatever reason you don't have a partner with you, it's really hard and you don't realize how much you lean on them until they're not there. <laughs> so that is definitely hard. Yeah. Uh, what's something, um, let's move on. What's something you feel like you've learned um, in, this, in this season? It's me personally, I, uh, I feel like I've had a, uh, a kind of another revelation of the Proverbs 31 mom and how I think uh, it's got to be, imp she was an impossible um, uh, standard. <laughs> I, when I read all the things that she did and how wonderful she was as a mother, it, um, it kind of guts me sometimes and really gives me a, a check of where I need to, to get better. Um, but I would say something I've really learned, um, and my husband spoke about this in our series Divine Direction last week um, or a couple of weeks back. He was talking about how um, there will be, the, you know, the, the Bible tells you tells us that there will be trouble, but take heart, he's overcome the world. Right. And there's this dis, there's yeah. this uh, disillusion that we have as Christians that um, everything's supposed to be perfect. And I have never more leaned on his peace and trusting in his word and reading his word um, ever. And I think that's because this is, this is the first crisis that I've ever had to face going through with my kids like this, you know, and, and as a mother, that, that's just a whole new uh, facet of trusting God, you know, that he's going to take care of my kids. But I'd love to hear from you guys, um, you know, what, what you feel like you've learned in this season. Or what God's speaking to you. Yeah, go ahead, Allison. Um, I guess for me, it's been, um, I've often felt, especially, I mean, I'm blessed to be able to work from home. James has been able to work from home. And we have a very cool school model where um, we didn't really skip a beat with school. We did that from home also. And just in this season, I felt like, um, especially now, I've always had to, to do more or be more, or I have to make sure that, you know, I'm doing everything that I can to keep things in order. But drawing closer to God during this time, as I've definitely learned um, that there's only so much that I can do. Um, right. Only so much I can do, and I need to just continue to lean on his promises. And I felt him in his presence when I've just taken that time to pause, and I felt him tell me, you're going to be okay. And I love that. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to get through this. So yeah. having that, feeling that presence, um, just the reminder to pause has been really important for us. And just, it sounds crazy, but enjoying the time that we do have, you know, like you mentioned earlier, Fernanda, just relishing in those moments, you know, with the kids and with the family and choosing the joy moments um, has been really important for us. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Fernanda? What do you think God's been speaking to you or something you've learned in this season? So I have, it, it, it's funny how situations like this, like once in a lifetime, because I don't think we're going to see this again. In Jesus' um, name. <laughs> it, puts, <laughs> it puts into perspective life and it puts priorities 
in the order it should be. Yes. And so I have learned with this, like, stop, just stop. Yeah. And, and, and know that I am God and that I am here. I'm number one. And then where's your family? So for me personally, has literally put um, work is only what I do to provide. But my legacy, my biggest blessing, my number one ministry is at home. So that. that is where I got to focus my energy, my love, my attention, my everything is there. It, it should be fraction. It shouldn't be 50-50. It shouldn't be that way. It's, that is my priority. Awesome. And this, just put it into perspective. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Ashley? Um, for me, you know, God has really been dealing with me on pride. And that's just the honest truth. Yeah. Um, I think I took a lot of pride in in doing so many things and um, right. doing those things perfectly. And, you know, and uh, wanting help, but shunning it or not asking for it. Yeah. Is, you know, being prideful. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really know that I was being this way, mainly because you just go through life and you do your routine and yeah. you don't recognize those things. Yeah. Um, but I had a really close friend that I talked to very often that, you know, I'm able to kind of vent to her. And, and I think one day I was kind of, you know, doing venting, complaining, actually. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she said, Ashley, you know, pride must fall. Like, you know, you got to get rid of that girl. So good. You got to get rid of it. And I was like shocked, but I also felt a, a sense of peace come over me because I knew that that's what God was trying to wow. make me understand this entire time that I never, I never could put my finger on it. Like, what is it? You know, what is it? You know, yeah. and he confirmed it through, you know, through a loving friend who, to who told me that. And he knew that he had to confirm it through a friend so that I wouldn't feel, um, you know, hurt or, sure. uh, you know, or offended. Right. But right. I took that word and it's just really helped me to be able to just like dig into my word and understand more about, you know, pride and what that really means and what it means to not have that and what it means to like really humble yourself and don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. You know? If someone offers you help, don't be afraid to say like, yeah, I do need this yeah. or you know, can you do this for me? Right. You know, and that's hard for, for women who, we are super women. Yeah. Like we do everything. It's very yes. difficult. I've read, difficult. Yes. I, I read something you know, recently like, um, that said, if, if a woman has asked you for help, and again, this is, I feel like a lot, which is probably an entirely different sermon that we don't have time for, but especially in context today, if a woman or a mother has asked you for help, you have to know that she's gone through every possible other situation to come up with dealing with it herself, you know? Yes. And so I really, I, I totally understand that. And I, you know, and I think on the flip side, we as women and as the church and as the body of Christ, um, we, we need to look for opportunities where we can help and not uh, shrug that off or roll our eyes or, you know, try to push it to somebody else. But, you know, it, it's something we can even put into our family. If there's a husband not there right now and, you know, there's a mom who needs a light bulb changed or a grocery run or something like let's let's step in and help there, you know, and I think that's super important. 
Um, pr pride is a big one. I totally agree. What, I'm looking at you, Fernanda. I saw your finger come up. Because I was thinking in this moment, you see how um, all as a church family, we have gotten like closer to each other. It's oh, yeah. funny to say because yes. we can't be there seeing each other and hugging each other and touching us. So good. However, we are there more for each other. That's right. Random act of kindness or just to being intentional, calling, texting, motivational work for the day, something. But we have built relationships, stronger relationships, I feel. Yeah, I think that's so true. That's so true. Um, Moving on, how, how will your family rhythms um, be different moving ahead and going forward um, for, for better or worse? Um, or your faith practices? Um, are there things that you put into motion that you hadn't done before or something you laid down, you picked back up? Or, you know, for kicks, is there something um, that you're thinking, we will never do this again? <laughs> you know, I know I've had some of those moments that... Um, just personally, you know, I, I was on a Zoom call. That's that's life now, um, with some pastors' wives' friends recently, and one of them was talking about I've become very aware of how little I take care of myself, and having this time, you know, not being busy, I've realized, uh, you know, I've got to put into practice some healthy routines of, you know, of taking time for myself during the week or, it, you know, for her, it was a walk every day, you know, and how much that just helped her feel better about herself. Um, so practical things like that. And then, um, you know, spiritually, you know, are there some things that you've done that you feel like you, has drawn you or your family closer to Jesus through this? And, and what does that look like going forward? Go ahead, Allison. Um, so for us, definitely being able to slow down. Um, we are a busy family. We, if we feel like we're called to serve somewhere, we pour ourselves into it. So slowing down a little bit and being intentional about that. But um, we noticed during this time too, we have this thing we do as a family where we do declarations with our with our kids, and um, they'll declare, you know, God's words over themselves daily. We'll, we'll tell them, remember to say, you know, I am loved, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, I am blessed, um, you know, and they'll say these things, then they'll put on their full armor, and we try to be intentional about doing this awesome. daily with them, and during this time that we've slowed down, James and I realized we don't always do that for ourselves, <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're telling them, like, you know, declare these things and believe them and say them, you know, with with all the faith that you have, like believe them, they're God's words. But James and I realized we don't always do that, you know, for ourselves. Yeah. We have to remember that we have to also cover ourselves. And I know when we were at Radiant, um, there was a great speaker that came and she spoke about being a garment maker and dressing yourself. That Proverbs 31 woman, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm -hmm. These declarations and these affirmations to be able to lead your family. And, you know, so for us, it's, we've had some really great moments slowing down and doing that as a family now. Like, we'll, we're all doing our declarations together I love and that. remembering, you know, before we step outside and before we take on this day to make sure that we're covered. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Fernanda? I love, uh, again, the more intentional time we're spending with family, church, church family, the more intentional connections, because I believe also that the people you surround with 
it's um, you know it has a lot to fill your cup, right? Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. with that being said, in this during these times, being I have learned to you reach out to those people that are in the same state with you, right? Right. And the that that can can bring you up, build you up, and 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 have a word and. Anything that can build your spirit up, right? Yeah. And so I have, um, we have become more active in that, and I really like that. Awesome. The other part that we really learn and like is because now we have to do homeschool, but that's super new to us, <laughs> and we're super blessed that William can stay home and actually do that. But through this, um, this moment, what William had learned is before we do anything, first thing is. Let's teach them the Bible. I love that. And so that, that is precious to me. I remember when I was a child, my dad used to make us wake up at five in the morning and do that. But I see the value of it. I see it now with my kids. Yeah. And so I think that is something we will not leave it. Um, awesome. Awesome, awesome. And you mentioned um, homeschooling, and I know that's something every parent has had to deal with. So to every mom and dad, kudos to you because <laughs> I've been there I've experienced it and and then I thought I kind of let go of it and now it's landed back in my lap and just kind of realize how nice that time off that time off actually was so <laughs> that's awesome Ashley um so for me I'm just being more intentional about like waking up in the morning and putting my worship music in one airpod okay yeah if I can't listen to it all over the house because I'm doing things with the kids or anything like that, I usually just, I'll put it in my ear if I can't, you know, have it throughout the house. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that just keeps me like at peace, you know, waking up when things are, you know, kind of going crazy. And um, now me and the boys, we actually, you know, we go walk in the evenings because there's nothing else to do. So I take them out for a walk and I started it mainly because they were in the house and now they want me to do it every day. I love so, that. You know, we just, we just kind of do that. And it's a time for me to like really bond with them. Yeah. And that's also like when my youngest, that's when he's the quietest. So yeah, it actually works out. <laughs> I love that. Well, and you know, and that's, like I said, to start with, that's a great thing to continue doing. You know, you don't realize yeah. the memories and traditions you're making and, you know, really how you respond to this situation shapes your children's view of it. Um, you know, I, I, my heart bleeds for the kids who don't have safe homes at night. Uh, we pray for them daily. Um, but I do, I do feel super fortunate, blessed that God's given us the ability to, to, draw our babies close and give them a unique experience that they may never, like you said, Fernanda, they may never have that time again. Um, and I, I'm really, really hoping that on the other side of this, um, they'll look at it as more than just this time when my parents were home stressed out and fighting all the time. But, you know, it was, we had forts and, you know, school was over really quickly and mom and dad were in a good mood. And, you know, that was time with my family. I think that's so important. Um, I think in closing, um, just one more question to go across. Um, what's something you would like to leave with um, just from your, from your viewpoint or perspective, look straight in the camera. Um, 
Ashley, we, you're paused here. I don't know if we lost you or not, babe. Um, not sure what's happening. I'm, I'm talking to my technical team here, but we'll get her back. Um, what is something you would like to tell our church family, um, you know, or someone who may be listening today that's new to City Hills? There she is. She's back. That's, uh, that, that you can give them. That's okay. That you could encourage them with or leave them with uh, something that a scripture that's touched you or something you feel like, uh, like God may have given you in preparation for today. Uh, we'll start with you, Allison. I would say um, to just rest assured that you are not by yourself. I know we've touched on moms trying to think that they're super women and that they can do this on their own. But yeah. if you're if you're struggling, if you're worried, you know that's that can come with the territory. But take heart. Stay positive and choose joy. And don't forget that you have, we were created to lean on God and to lean on each other. So lean on, don't be afraid to reach out to your small groups, stay connected, um, reach out, out to family and friends as much as you can, and just stay plugged into everybody. I love that. Yes, ma'am. Fernanda? I will say, um, try your best, do your best, try really hard. But just remember what kind, as Ali said, what kind of garment maker you want to become. So just focus, be intentional in that. Try your hardest, but know that whether you have tons amount of time or small amounts of time, or sometimes you just got to walk outside, be by yourself for a minute, or yeah. sometimes you got to take a break, whatever it is, just remember what kind of garment maker you want to become love that and keep that in your mind be intentional on, on your actions and know that god is in control he yeah. has control and a purpose i love that yeah ashley you're on um you know let practical just don't feel any judgment about you know what you can do what you can't do uh, like fernanda said just we are back and i know you know for me um, I would tell women is just to find like maybe a couple of sentences that you can repeat to yourself, you know, daily. For me, I usually just say, God, I can do nothing without you and I can do everything with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I surrender whatever it is you want for me to do in every area of my life. And even if I can't say a long prayer for that day, I just find something to say to him to remind me that, you know, I'm going to get through it, you know. That's so great. Yeah, that's great. Um, Proverbs 11 and 14 um, is a scripture that I use a lot when Mitch and I are counseling or if I have an opportunity to speak to someone who's asking for my advice. It says that where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is wisdom, or another translation says there is safety. And um, I feel right now like there's so much negative coming in everywhere you turn. Um, and it's very important to kind of just to affirm what you three said. Let your, let your knowledge of what's going on in the world today not just be from media or social media or news outlets or you know magazines or newspapers or wherever you're getting your sources from. But let it come from the Word of God. Um, right. He's got an answer for absolutely everything. And He wants to bless our families through this. 
And I, I know a lot of us have used Psalm 91 and uh, there's so many great scriptures in the Bible about not being touched by this plague. And I believe that and I, I proclaim that over my family. But I really, really do believe, again, to tie in uh, with, with this series that we've been in, um, I really do believe it's the, the divine direction of God is not that we have all the answers so that we know where we're going, but trusting in where he wants to take us to. And I think you ladies are doing a great job of that. And I'm, again, publicly honored um, and honor you and, and telling you that I'm honored that you agreed to be a part of today. And I'm really excited about where City Hills is headed and that I think we're in, a gr in great, great shape with women like you to be a part of our, our church family. And I am hoping to see you later today for the Mother's Day pickup. Um, I hope y'all will all be there and get your uh, Mother's Day basket. You'll, you'll be hearing more about that in announcements today. But um, thank y'all so much. I'm going to pray for us before we leave and, um, and then let you guys get back to your day. But thank you again so much. Y'all will um, pray with me. God, we thank you for the amazing, amazing women that you put in our lives, God, and for the for the multitude of godly counsel that you've given us. Lord, I pray that everyone who has watched these words today would find them, God, and take them to heart. Help the women and the men who are sitting at home today, God, or at work or wherever you find them, Lord, help them, God, to know that they are not isolated, they are not alone, that they have sisters and brothers who are going through the very same things that they are, God. And Lord, help us to really understand, to realize, God, that we cannot lean on our own pride, that we need one another, God, and that the way you've, you've set your body up, God, and the way you've set your church up is that we can lean on one another, that there's safety in, in your counsel and there's safety in your people. God, I pray a blessing over every mother, Lord, every mother that's given birth, every mother that has that desire in her heart and it's not happened yet, or God, every mother that's chosen to be a mother in a, in a different way, God, and, and is taking care of people. Let a special anointing hit them today, God. Let them feel loved today. Let them feel honored. Let them feel blessed and favored, I pray. We give it to you in Jesus' name. We, we thank you. We claim your healing and your protection and your divine favor on us. And we bless your name today. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus name. All right, ladies. Amen. Have a good day. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank Happy you. Mother's Day.